0: It's 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, the big news coming out of the federal committee. Uh, they're trying to loop in tobacco and cannabis. We'll see if that's a good idea. What do you think about that, Miggy?
1: Yo, uh, man, I don't know, man. Like, Rich people don't want to go to jail. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, legalization, as much as everybody fears, like, fucking corporate big marijuana, rich people don't want to go to jail. They mm-hmm. fucking see i mean like there's so much shit blocking and progress progress progression progressive progression progress progress <laughs> yeah. but you know saying like like the, the fucking whole mitch mcconnell i mean we're a day after six months of the the insurrection attempt that happened you know what i mean like we got just, <laughs> just a lot of shit we gotta sort out and mm-hmm. i really hope we can what you, what's in the box What's in the box?
0: Did, did you tell everybody what's going on? Welcome to Cannabis Legalization News. We do this live and like and subscribe. There you of
1: go. <laughs> like and subscribe, guys.
0: Oh, we got a new okay. gift. Well, I better. got a box. Um, there you go. Click nice. on that subscribes and the likes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, what's in the box? It is from, let's let's play that, because we do have another unboxing on Sunday. We're going to do a hilarious unboxing shot from my uh, my Dunlap estate, as opposed to this office. This Is from the uh the sponsor? No, no, this what? is for uh the rig, this is for the home grow. Oh, okay, this is uh Web Hydroponics. What do you think it is? The name like Web Hydroponics is it gonna be a full setup or just lights? Like, like, do you know? Oh, it's not gonna be lights. It, this is something uh for the media,
1: you know? Oh, I see, like a uh, uh like a grow type thing to come out of you know uh, Home Depot uh, or at least the, uh, the Facebook algorithm knows who I, I am now because uh, a Home Depot ad started with best buds and then as I scrolled through the little options it was all grow shit I'm like creepy scary what do you got what do you got
0: uh, it's basically an auto pot and so it's uh, an auto pot I, I have that so I get to set this up and then I can have my plants watered auto magically Nice. The four pot, and then I already have the reverse osmosis system in there. I got to go to um, – I don't go to Home Depot because that's owned by people whose uh, agenda I don't agree with. I go to Lowe's. And so um, I'm going to go there and get something to set the 5x5 five five tent on. We have some partners that we have uh, for lights, and somebody – I can't remember their name right now. They're sending us a light for the 2 by 5 tent, and then I'll have four plants and well – Yeah, I'm allowed five plants. So I'll do four plants in there and an auto flower in the two by five.
1: Are you you documenting the um, so far what you got?
0: Oh, yeah. 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 And then um, the other thing that's cool now because we have light sponsors and if your company wants to sponsor, I I could wear a shirt for you like I did with 420 365. That's 420 365. We're going to be doing an unboxing for their stuff on Sunday. Uh, Tune into that. I mean, let's get to some news. One of the news things is uh, whomever wins, the name that strain later can win that light.
1: Oh, right on. Totally. Wow. All right. So the marijuana industry will continue to grow. Federal Economic Panel says while recommending classification changes. Thank you, Marijuana Moment, for being there. Thank you, Marijuana Moment. And
0: this isn't uh, just any fly-by-night people. This is the Federal Register, the White House Office of Management and and Budget, a.k.a. the OMB. And they've described these policy recommendations for the 2022 update of the North American Industry Classification System. One of those things, keeping people from actually having the the four-digit code for uh, merchant services for Mm. that that cannabis company, it doesn't exist. And so uh, they're starting to move on that, which is used to categorize business and compile data on markets across the united states mexico and canada it's not the merchant service code yet but uh they are going to put that into one which would say index it with cannabis hemp cbd agriculture and uh group them together with the tobacco e-cigarettes and smoke shops
1: what do you think about that?
0: Uh, you know, that's kind of where it's going because of the smoke free Act. And so if you want to have a consumption lounge and if you want to have a consumption lounge, hit me up a cannabis industry lawyer on um, Instagram and ask me about that. We do have a package on that. Uh, So the consumption lounges very often get to operate because they have an exception to the Smoke-Free America Act. And if that's where the exception is, it makes a lot of sense to put these cannabis companies also in that same style of regulation so you can get that exemption for cannabis smoke as well.
1: Yeah, but it just seems like... Because we're looking for something like you said, the little NEC code, a little four-digit code, some a little check like like cannabis. It's, it's but it's not tobacco. It's not alcohol. It's you know it shouldn't be treated the same. It's not a toxin. <laughs>
0: <Period>. uh, <laughs> yes, but then it's regulated in the same way. And so just because you understand the cannabis plant better than like ninety percent or ninety-five percent of the population in the country doesn't mean that they care.
1: Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rulemaking. Yay. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, Suggestions include a proposal to move cannabis retailers out of a miscellaneous category and index them separately under a new category and group them with tobacco, e-cigarettes, and smoking
1: shops. So there is a check somewhere? Is a miscellaneous? That's a thing? Like you can just say miscellaneous and this is my purchase? Uh,
0: That is a different uh, four-digit code. This is a five-digit. Is it five? It's six digits. So the Hmm. N-A-I-C-S codes are six digits, and that's for like government data. Uh for when they say well how big's our economy well when you're filling out all these surveys or you're trying to classify all these companies right now all the cannabis is under miscellaneous and so they'd break that out under its own
1: code and if you like this sexy talk keep on coming back to cannabis oh cannabis that's cannabis. right
0: <laughs> watching history happen sometimes is boring as sin that's uh that is the NICS category code 453998
1: and there wow. it is
0: marijuana stores Medical or rec?
1: Miscellaneous storytellers. So, I mean, there's an option then. They have a thing to check off, but still ambiguous. Yeah. That, well, it's crazy, dude. Like I'm that's... just glad that
0: it's they're finally uh, recognizing reality. At least America is starting to come to grips with reality. But
1: you know who's not? The Olympics. The Olympics. The Olympics aren't coming to grips with reality. Well, I mean, we see America, but Team America is still not. Because how do you have the fastest woman? but yet you don't pick her because her probation ends right before the, the, the four by relay that the, you know, I think like a week before, but the fastest woman, what up, Chad? And yeah, you- She's not in the relay. They kicked her out of the relay too. She's not on the team. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you not like, 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 I mean, if you're picking a team, like a football team, you want the, the biggest guys in front, the fastest guys in the back. And, and that's a team. But like, how do you not pick the fastest woman? Um, Prejudice much in
0: politics. Maybe she failed a marijuana test and then somebody else is like, that's going to be
1: my Olympics. Now get rid of her. Seriously though. Like uh, I saw a other They said, how do we have skateboarding Olympics, but not cannabis be legal. Like this is.
0: Yeah. Cause like you tell me those skateboarders and snowboarders uh, aren't getting tested.
1: Oh please. If you work in tech, half the tech works, you know, does drugs like the the people wouldn't have jobs. Yeah. You know, (laughs) the world's this big hypocrisy, right? Like, first off, drug testing. Like, what does that prove? Like, oh, we got you.
0: We got you inhibiting yourself. Second, uh, handling stress and using it to escape reality. Had she reached for the bottle uh, and gotten drunk on vodka,
1: they wouldn't have tested her for it. She would have been fine. That's unfortunate, right? Like, she could have that would have definitely been a detriment to her health. Like, that's not, you know, uh, healthy. I'm not a very good runner. Like, like when I was in the military, dude, uh guys would run around me smoking cigarettes and with a hangover the, the next day, you know, and I'm an asthmatic. Just go, come on, I just got to get through this mile and a half. Whereas, if she can do bong rips right before a fucking race, go on it, girl. Thank you, yeah. DC. Shout out to him.
0: Shout out to D.C. Robinson. But yeah, man, it's uh, Biden, though. The Biden administration has given some tacit support, I guess, because President Joe Biden suggested on Saturday that rules banning Olympic athletes from competition for
1: marijuana could potentially change. That kind of shows you that he's kind of swaying his opinion on the whole topic, right? Like, it's kind of like, well, not really. When asked about the suspension
0: of the runner, uh, Shakara Richardson, he said, "Uh, the rules are rules, and everybody knows, With the rules, we're going in. Whether they should remain the rules is a different issue.
1: But the rules are the rules. You know what? Though I hate that freaking argument from cannabis consumers. Like, like when we talk about this, and everybody's like, "Well, she should expect that. She's a high tier." No, she's a freaking human being that's like lives on the earth and needs to like. It's a wellness issue. Period. (laughs) This is where the prohibitionists get you. This is where the, the 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 mind bullshit control like. If you have one topic like I have, which is cannabis ending prohibition, right? Like nothing else matters. You know, everything else is in the wrong. People getting violated is in the wrong. Like she should be entitled to like like people bitching about like border issues. Or you should have came here legal. Like, again, you're smoking something federally illegal. Does that tell you like every law out there is good? Like, is it is it right? Is it you know, there were separate drinking fountains at one freaking time? Yeah, that was legal. <laughs> yeah. Those rules were rules then, bro. Seriously, though, that, yeah. that, this is why we have to keep on pushing. And again, we'll be here for a while until people aren't so I
0: any knowledge about the rules. But then even then, it doesn't matter. Uh, I
1: don't think that marijuana is a performance enhancing drug. I think when you find out that your mom died and you just got through a pandemic and the stress and alone in a training camp, Mm-hmm. you're allowed to do whatever you want you know and
0: well know, yeah, you're not allowed to start like mainlining um uh, well, testosterone yeah. and, and like injecting a whole bunch of growth hormone and like doing all the steroids
1: all right yeah. within limits yeah. like you're not like woo! i'm going to the capital yeah you're, you're not doing this shit like i'm yeah. so mad about this shit still dude after yesterday with the six month mark like we just live in this weird upside down thing man like uh you know, also the White House invites comment on how drug policy creates systematic barriers for undeserved communities. That's going to be an interesting one, you know, brought to you by Marijuana Moment. What's that? So, the White House drug policy arm is looking for input on whether its existing policies are creating systematic barriers to opportunities to, for unserved communities and whether good? future. <laughs> and like, think yeah. about it. Like,
0: you arrested the guys and then separated them from their homes for decades. <laughs> for what? We? Oh, and they also had a gun? Okay. I- yeah. Matter of fact, that's why Luke Scalmoza
1: is still sitting behind bars. Because he had a gun. He had a gun. There was an extra charge on him.
0: Not only that, that's that impacts the industry. The industry operates like this. And so if you're joining us today and you're thinking about opening a dispensary, that's cool. You might want to have an armed security guard, but don't have him be your armed security guard. That would be a third-party independent contractor because then you don't have a gun.
1: Well, and I think it's all depending on the um, uh, state. Enforced already regulation, right? So, like in Oklahoma, um, I got the story here that uh, I, didn't, I we've talked about before about this gentleman who who's a legacy farmer, a black gentleman. Uh, so this guy had a license, and then they changed the rules on him. And so he didn't have a legal license for a while, but he had the same business, same grow. And then uh, someone tried to break into his uh, establishment when uh, he was technically illegal because of the license bullshit. And so now they're trying to get him after for an illegal grow when they changed the rules on him when he already had a legal grow. This semantical bullshit is just killing me inside. Like, d- try to do the compliance on that one. It's like, well, again, like
0: <laughs> this is one of the problems, though, with uh, super open markets like in Oklahoma, where there's so little regulation that the guy probably was like, I have to do that every year. You know, it's like, yes, you have to renew your license every year. Well, or, and let's not forget what the, like, some, some states say like every other year, other year, but most of them, are, they're in an annual license.
1: But well, then I think states too, what they see is they see the gold mine, right? Like Oklahoma's seeing the, the, the pure gold. So like now they're like, okay, now we're going to put barriers. Now we're going to add, you know, uh, hurdles. But yet, let's not inform the guys that already have the license. Like that's what happened here. He was already in the system you would think for enforcement, for proper uh, regulation. I mean, uh, governing or whatever. I don't know what proper term to use when to say like, here is the rules and we all buy by them equally. You know I mean? This, this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then it's one of those deals where if he was ginseng on compliance costs, that might've been why he spaced on the date to get his renewals. And it's like, yeah, you're supposed to get your renewals, but then I don't like the springing trap where it's like, oh, you forgot to do that. Like if you forget to refile your LLC's report every year, they'll the first they give you like a heads up before it expires. Then they uh, say, oh, my gosh, you've expired. Now you're going to incur penalties. And then if you still don't pay, then they might finally say, OK, you know, you're dissolved. And then you can say, I want to be, re- uh, you know, uh, resuscitated. I guess, for the corporation. So whatever the anti of dissolved is just to be reinstated. That's what it is. So I want to be reinstated mm-hmm. and you're allowed to be reinstated. And then you can have the LLC uh, provide the uh, coverage of the limited liability. Why can't you do that with cannabis licenses? Why suddenly, if you forget to renew your license on an annualized basis, because, you know, you, oops, you forgot to put that on the calendar. Uh, there's not a, you know, a system in place. So it's just suddenly like, oh, and then you were uh, guilty of all these crimes
1: Right. Yeah. Paperwork should not be the fucking barrier to put you behind bars for just semantical stuff. I mean, this is ridiculous. But again, back to the um, the, mass, the the barriers. Right. Like so because that's obviously when the Office of National Drug Pol- Control Policy announced the three day public comment period in a notice published in the uh, federal registration on Wednesday. I, I just I, I hope more consumers voice their opinion. Cause that's that's been a lot of flaws. Like when the FDA was asking for CBD uh, input, there was a lot of Canadians, like prohibitionists, you know, putting their two cents in. Hello, I'm from the Sam, the Smart Approaches
0: to Marijuana, and yeah. I would just like to show everyone on the the doll where marijuana touched me. But the, the just the, yeah. oh yeah, that's right you got the doll. Yeah, I made this uh, about eight nine years ago after I did the book. We need to have more dolls. Where did marijuana touch you? Did you ever name him? No, Oscar the Nug, dude. I'm just saying, Oscar the Nug. That's a good one, Oscar the Nug. <laughs> I should start the show next time. Like, we come up with a voice for
1: him Oh, and my then
0: hide underneath there. Ah, oh, what would Oscar the Nug talk like? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see if I can make him sound like Kevin Jodry, uh, which is basically a Bostonian accent. Right. I mean, because that it would Michael. also sound like Mel Frank You know, both of those growers are from the East Coast but then Oh, they, right on you know, Went to the West Coast, so they could lawfully grow weed well, I was thinking more about Michael Rappaport like, my, like,
1: my god, my. Oh, it's 4- oh my god Oh, look at 4- that 4- that's 4- 4- 5. 5.
0: I tell you, when the alarm goes off, it goes off
1: That's too cool
0: Get out the twenty three sixty five. Yep, we'll be doing an unboxing, one of the most hilarious unboxings that you guys have probably ever seen. Tune in on Sunday's show for that one.
1: What else is in the news, bro? So we got the. uh I'm not. Oh man, this. Is go. All right. How do you say this, Detroit? The pissy pissy Lante Township woman seventy nine could Ips- face Lante. Is it, Ips- the, why, why is there a why there? Why is there a why? Uh, Indians. <laughs> See, man, uh, could face jail for defying local marijuana regulations. Detroit Free Press. Thank you. Seventy-nine uh, year old woman. First off, seventy-nine year old woman, uh, township but could face jail time for defying a local ordinance that prohibited her from growing marijuana in her home. Uh, seventy-nine, dude. Like, why is this even like a, a, a an argument? Uh, 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 like, cause somebody complained about odor? You know. Yep. First off, I like to blame allergies. Yip-sil-ante. I got no, no IPS possibilities right here. Like it's all. Yeah. Are you allergic to Seattle again? I'm allergic to the outside, brother. It's all trying to kill me.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, I, you guys are also going to want to like smashing likes uh, on a few of our videos. So it comes up next Sunday. Miggy and I will be doing the show together live in uh, Josh's suit studio in
1: Seattle. It's going to be a fun week too, man. When you, when you're out here in Seattle, uh, uh i got a uh, an extraction place i'm talking to that they're gonna let us you know hang out for a little bit and then uh, yeah. uh, uh there's a dispensary that's opened up here i'm pretty sure we can get into um well, and, i mean it's all about
0: helping new people because it's like you know if they have the license over in seattle or the uh, washington state i-502 uh license uh, in rubric that's awesome but i want them to kind of share their knowledge of, like what did they wish they would have known when they opened up their processing facility or their grow facility or even their dispensary i think they could really share some insight to the audience, you know?
1: Sure. I mean, there's a lot of uh, hurdles that, you know, but then again, each state is in it's weird what's that bullshit? Petrie experiment in democracy shit. Like, like each one has its own different roles. And I think, uh, you know, being us, one of the first ones uh, no, not yet. (laughs) Wait, let's confirm (laughs) that. Hey, Google, what schedule is marijuana? On the website drugs.com,
0: they say Note, tetrahydrocannabinol is still considered a Schedule One drug by the DI even though some U.S. states have legalized marijuana for personal, recreational use, or for medical use. To find out more, look for the link in your Google Home or Google Assistant app.
1: <laughs> that's hysterical. But yeah, that's it's unfortunate when tech can tell you you're still fucked. But you know, just like this woman, the 79-year-old woman, she's in a legal state, but she's fighting a medical uh, uh you know, uh, for her right to grow medicine for her, her kid, and her grandkid. Like, uh, and they're calling it a business, but it doesn't sound like much of a business when it's like you're mostly growing for your family, like 12 plants. It's not a. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. The township
0: judge asked uh, the grandma to declare uh, Pontus's home public a nuisance in order to get rid of all but 12 of her plants, which she is allowed for recreational use. She may have been a caretaker. And so Michigan is going to flood the Midwest with quality cannabis even more so than it's already doing in the illicit market when it does finally get reclassified or rescheduled to the appropriate class to allow for interstate commerce uh, and it's really really just terrible that uh, she is now facing fines of up to $7,500 or up to $93 in jail Barton Morris from the Cannabis Law Group shout out to them uh, as representing her and again like the, the Cannabis Law Group was more a criminal based, if you want mm. a corporate based, then you should really be reaching out to John McElwitch or
1: Scott Roberts. Right on. Yeah. And this is going to be an ongoing like uh, something I see when recreational happens. Then the police really do get involved. Like that's what happened out here. at I And that's why I disliked it, because it seemed to me that it gave a lot of authority to the police. And I was like, why? Why are we enabling cops for something that, you know, like there's always got to be a bad. Right <laughs> So it's got to be a right. reason punishment or they want to limit the market and they want to control it. And I don't like
0: that. I like how they're doing it more in like a Michigan or in an Oregon, because once you have legalized it federally, this limited market BS, like that I-502 or what they're doing in Illinois, where they artificially create uh, the value from limiting the licenses, that's not going to help your cultivators. It's not going to help your processors or even your retailers, because then the retailers, they're going to, you know, Walmart, And uh, Costco, they're going to want retail licenses as well. And they're going to sue. And then they're going to invalidate your little monopoly that you currently think you have. So, you know, I just don't understand why people want to do these uh, limited licenses. Then they say, oh, they're more profitable. No, they aren't. You're just artificially uh, uh, insulating yourself from the market. And so because you're artificially insulating yourself from the market, you're not ready for Oklahoma or
1: Michigan or, or Oregon when they hit. No, limited it inhibits not just the the company and the, the flower of your company, but also for the uh, consumers, because you're not getting the input from people going, that's some fireweed. No, instead, it's always McDonald's. It's all McDonald's, hmm. which is unfortunate because, you know, it's, everybody likes a good, in your case, a good salad. <laughs> You know? <laughs> hey, I enjoy the Beyond
0: Burgers. I did not enjoy the Impossible Burgers; they gave me gas. And then uh, I still, in theory, would eat a cow burger, but just very rarely. And the vast majority of them, no. Well,
1: and you know, in, in, again, everything that comes down to quality. You know, if like the human body, like I know a lot of vegetarians, vegans, the, you know, uh, throughout my life, and whenever they decide to jump to the dark side. You know their body takes a shit because of all the antibiotics and whatnot in the uh, the meat and whatnot. But if you get like a a farm raised, grass fed, massage, cow, live free ranged, you know, had a good mm-hmm. life. <laughs> you know, but then you that really want to, to, to
0: me- eat the ones that are like depressed. It's like, oh, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. Kill me. <laughs> just the- yeah. they're not the California cows. <laughs> <laughs> are those like cows with sunglasses? They're all the cows. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a California cow for a bit stop hey man oh, california cows over here nothing but good grass <laughs> nothing but the best grass man <laughs> oh man uh, what time is it it's almost the way name that strain but well, let's see what else the what's the next news story maybe we can shoehorn that ah, one here's a good one for
1: everybody cannabis farms not as thirsty as previously thought time Boom. standard
0: I like it. And I also like the ability to have uh, evolution and like, you know, so you can innovate on the indoor grow. Try to use water recapture from condensation and humidity. I'm not sure if you could do it in Arizona. It's pretty dry out there. But fortunately, James Hill is saying that in Arizona, you can grow up to six plants, but only possess an ounce. How does this make sense? It doesn't. Oh, wait. You grew a sea of green and you flowered immediately. Maybe then.
1: And this is—I forget. Period. The people making these rules don't know shit about the plant. That's like, that's like me making rules about women. I'm not—I'm not even going to touch any topical women subject. Like I, I'm not an authority. Why aren't you an authority?
0: You're a man. Shouldn't you be able to mansplain anything, man? Oh wait, you have the ability to go like I recognize who I am as a person and know that I don't have every perspective.
1: I learned to shut the fuck up. Uh, but, you know, this, this water study is huge, though, because a huge uh, argument, you know, back in California, it always been like the outdoor grows, the illegal grows and how they're like uh, toxic to the world. That's a good one, too. Uh,
0: That's the (laughs) next one. I was hopeful that we were still on the previous one. But it's uh, pretty interesting. And so the Cannabis Research Center began researching water use in cannabis farms in 2017 uh, in California. And so it'd be interesting to see which methodology that they were using. But mostly they approached the 8,000 legal cannabis farms that included indoor and outdoor growing facilities. So we really have to kind of segment them because a lot of the, the country, I don't know, I mean, and I'll have Nick easily on later to discuss this um indoor versus uh, light depth you know mixed use and can you with the light depth greenhouses really have a great mixed use throughout the united states I don't know. Uh, But then premium indoor would use water differently than the mixed use, than the outdoor gross.
1: But still the, the plants, uh, the farming of the plant is not as hazardous to the environment as was once thought. Like people were like, Oh, canvas is supposed to be equal friendly. And you're all supposed to be a bunch of uh, tree hugging hippies. But yet you encourage this economy and this industry that's destroying the environment, which apparently it's not, it's not eating up all the water supply. It's not doing all the shit that they talked about.
0: Interesting, interesting. But let's see what the results actually were. And so they estimate that in Humboldt and Mendocino counties alone, there's about fifteen thousand illegal farms. So that's quite a, m- a lot. But uh, legal outdoor production uses about the same amount as a, qu- a crop like tomatoes, which makes sense, as tomatoes and cannabis are both um, s- tropical succulent. Well, I'm not sure what a succulent is, but tropical plants that you know like a warmer climate and barefoot. Yeah. Uh, and cannabis farms are considerably smaller than other crops on average because you know if you grow some good stuff you don't need too much of it yeah uh, what i really want to see though is what was that actually for other
1: crops are you talking go about yeah uh,
0: you go oh, ahead uh, i'm looking for segments into like well what about outdoor what about indoor what about mixed light but i well, want
1: yeah here we got the uh, the average size of a cannabis farm in humboldt county is half an acre whereas most other agriculture products are grown on hundreds of thousands of acres so first off in the in, in a legacy area humble your average is half an acre opposed to what people talk about, like the, uh, the dangers to the environment. Then uh, Nataline Delap, executive director of the Humboldt County Growers Alliance, said, add it all up, and we've estimated that a single large almond farm in the Central Valley utilizes three, three times more water than all permitted Humboldt cannabis farms combined. God damn. Another way to look at this, uh, the thirstiness, is to consider how much output is produced by a single gallon of water. For other crops like tomatoes, lettuce, or almonds, a gallon of water produces, that was the one you were talking about right there. So, yeah, I... Uh, Cannabis wins again. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: right. So next time you see some idiot prohibitionist eating almonds and saying like, oh, you can't you can't use weed. It's so bad for the environment. Be like, really? It uses 33 times less water than that almond you're eating. What's what's the name of somebody who would eat almonds? I like almonds. Miggy. (laughs) 33 less, 33 times less water than that almond you're eating, Miggy.
1: I just found out my son doesn't like pecans. I looked at him like, who fucking kid are you, man? I'm like, how do you know wow. he, pecan? Pecans are awesome. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan, pecan sandies. Pecan ice cream. And I'm just like, who's fucking kid are you? I don't, do we I don't have any
0: know. pecan strains of weed yet? Like, is there a name that strain that we could play that's like uh, pecan sandies? Is the pecan sandy a strain yet?
1: Dude, I just had some malted ice cream in this stream. It was delicious. I'm just going random now. History <laughs> named history. <that> <laughs> Oh, this? oh, there we go. Uh, oh, neat.
0: Thank you so much, Lauren, for bringing us this chart. And we'll go over the chart prior to doing a name that strain. I don't think the word pecan will be appearing in the strain name, but uh, mixed light outdoor water use by operation type. Uh, and then you could see the fairly large pop right there. And so mixed light and, and then outdoor, these are both going to be uh, leveraging the power of the sun. So you can see the usage would really be in the the right now which is interesting maybe this is why there's so many fires on the mountain but it's probably the almond farms that are sucking 33 times the water
1: but look at it this is, this is an outdoor grow. the water yeah. use right like it was germinated in march planted well, in april
0: yeah but then a mixed light is more along the lines of an indoor so if you were going to throw the indoor up there it would be different because you'd have five harvests or so like spread out so you'd have like more spiky type of aspect because i mean if you're a perpetual uh, flower machine you're just always in flower so then depending on how many rooms you have out i guess your your water usage may kind of go like that but the mixed light was already higher than the outdoor and so then the indoor it'd be interesting to see how high that one gets
1: well it seemed like they followed each other pretty nicely i think it shows the peak too also the consumption of the plant itself when you know it gets more thirsty because i mean this is the reason why Croptober is a thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. you and know for that's- Crop-tober, i'm going to humble That's
0: one of the reasons why I have this luxurious hair. I'm going to, people are going to be like, excuse me, sir. I'll be like, yes. They'll have no idea. I understand um, uh, spreadsheets and shit.
1: Oh, shit. Why don't you just mention yoga, though? Fuck me. Like, oh, shit. Watch out. Seriously, they don't do yoga in Humboldt? Man, I've been misled. I, well, I mean, not the. Imagine not the. Uh, One of uh, the
0: reasons why I got the hotels that I'm staying at in Seattle was because it's near a yoga studio I like and a whole. No, family. I know. It's just teasing
1: me. I was just saying, like, a lot of the outlaws, you know what I'm saying? Like, that mentality of like the old school growers, a lot of them don't do shit. <laughs> Except for grow some weed. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Let's play some Name That
0: Strain then. We, we've made it halfway through the hour.
1: Allergy is killing me oh oh my god it's a dark dark green forest beautiful uh uh, dark orange bracts
0: uh yeah yeah and it's it's got some sugar leaves on it and it has some nooks and crannies as if it is a uh hand trimmed bud uh it's got a lot of um Space. It's not LARF, but like it's space. It doesn't look like it's overly compressed. Now, those compressions could be from, you know, improperly drying or curing it or packing it too densely or or the bud structure in and of itself. So maybe a, a, a nugget name that doesn't have such a history for a very dense nugget structure.
1: Yeah, this is a new, newer strain for sure. Hmm. Something that's been uh, cultivated for, uh, I would say, Recent demands? Oh, yes. That
0: would actually, uh, there is something special about this strain, which does kind of help explain uh, uh, reasons of why it would look more like this, where it is a darker green as opposed to a really frosty, super silver haze esque trichrome THCA expression crystalline structure. Any more
1: than that, I think we would just give it away. Well, I think if I was a serious pain, this is something I would be taking with me. Like, I would definitely. Yeah, this is one of the strains that is
0: uh, great to take. Very medicinal. Zizzo, if you want a light. Are you in the States? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm not (laughs) nailing this out of country. (laughs) I'll send you a book. You know, uh, DM Tom. (laughs) Right. At <laughs> Cannabis industry lawyer on IG, uh, you win that light, dude. But Damn, yeah, Harlequin. Good, dude. Harlequin is a descendant of Columbia Gold and uh, not Poly Indica and Thai and Swiss Landry strains. Harlequin's high level of CBD makes this strain one of the most effective strains for treating pain and anxiety. As CBD can counteract THC's paranoia while amplifying its pain killing properties
1: i like cbd bud you know it's a funny um it's not about the thc like i there's some pre-rolls i'm older and uh, i've had some cbd infused pre-rolls out here uh of course it's it's mass entourage effect right it's not just like goddamn uh uh delta eight only or whatever i get i get the real deal and uh i feel better physically i I feel more loose and enabled uh you know there's something about the cbd uh i want to say how it, it launched out there you know uh we, I don't know about you, but you see a lot of sexism talked in the in the cannabis industry, right? It's always about the female end of sexism, right? Like with the 420 nurses and whatnot. There's oh, the other side of that's, sexism. Uh,
0: that's more along the lines of your guys' one. They use TNA more in Washington
1: State to sell weed than they use in, well, it, in Illinois industry shit like events but my, my point being is i think cbd got as far as it did because of stanley brothers right like you got these young good-looking white guys that are out there and they're brothers and uh that was you know with charlotte's Reb and, and the in the uh the advocacy of the cbd and how it helps with seizures that was a catalyst in my opinion and uh, uh as much and douchey as they can be uh, i would say they help prop- Propel that conversation of the CBD uh, to the more broader public, to the daytime Good Morning America people, to the to the people on the View. You know, these are the people that we're trying to reach out and, and change their opinions. You know. Yeah,
0: but, you know, even Kevin Jodry had a really famous CBD genetic, Canatonic. And so he he helped spread that. And then they created these genes uh, in the CBD to help with the medicinal quality of them. And then they would just give them away. So, you know, having that ability to create this new cannabinoid profile and then give it everywhere really uh, was a kick in the ass for uh, the entire movement and accelerated it. (laughs) A, a whole bunch.
1: Yeah, and, and unfortunately, I have to say it, but a bunch of sick kids, right? Like, each time there's a, a different ailment, Google brought, yeah, yeah. It was uh, something that helped change minds, man. Like, uh, uh, you know, Charlotte Webb, Fiji, R.I.P. Uh, you know, she was, but, you know, even before her, there were other kids, like 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 Cass. Um, there's so many freaking children have been infected by the seizures. And this is why you have, uh, uh, what was it, at one time, the Green uh, Railroad, you know, trimigrant or immigrants, uh, 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 medicine, uh, refugees, mm-hmm. like like this is still something. <laughs> so, uh, but, hey, what about Apple now, man? Apple now allows marijuana businesses on its app store while Google maintains yeah. its ban. Oh,
0: Google is maintaining a ban, but Apple is going to allow it, huh? Oh, the irony of being on a Google program. Well, you know, I run the company on Google, but I, I really enjoy their software. They, they make good software. Apple makes great software and hardware. So, you know, so does Google. But uh, it's just a sign of the times. And now is uh, uh, Google going to lose quality uh, architecture and coders to Amazon and also uh, Apple that are relaxing their
1: cannabis policies? And Amazon. This, that's not for, sure. I live in the world of tech out here in Seattle, right. and, and uh, uh, I just drove past the goddamn Amazon, uh, uh, what do you call those uh, centers where they, uh, whatever? Uh, hundreds of, or, or processing? The processing like, ones.
0: The, the like, warehouses. That's yeah. the, That's the dispensary of the future. They Dude, call that a delivery operator license.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's two of them around my – <laughs> Nothing like being stuck in a traffic jam with a bunch of Amazon fucking trucks. Like hundreds of them come out at once. And you're like, I didn't know there was this many people in Amazon. It's, it's, it's Amazon a- employs
0: almost as many people as the cannabis industry. I, I, I would hazard that Amazon may have... Almost as many, maybe a little a bit less. I bet Amazon maybe has like a quarter million employees.
1: But the potential now, like the, the fact that these large companies are realizing, like, we can't get employees if we keep banning Holy this. crap, I'm wrong.
0: Um, no, bet. it's more. Whoa! Yeah, like there are <laughs> more people. Uh, it's like two and a half. You'd have to multiply the three hundred and thirty people that three hundred thirty thousand people that work in cannabis by like two point five. Almost it's eight hundred thousand people, and that was in two thousand and nineteen. So, God damn uh, it's going to be more than eight hundred thousand people now.
1: Yeah, uh Jared, uh, uh fulfillment centers. That's what that that's called. Yep. Thanks, Actually, thanks there's there's the one from 2021
0: re-index your sites, Google slipping since you don't allow weed, but uh, result two says uh, 1.3 million people worldwide as of uh, February of 2021.
1: I think Google's going to shoot themselves in the dick with this. Like, like the fact nah. that you hurt your algorithm, you, you hurt the, the, the pureness of the search, man. Like, like, like that's the, the, the true, the truth, right? Like if you can look for something and find it right away and get the good knowledge mm-hmm. you know but yeah but think, seriously
0: try to do some research on the internet sometimes the only thing you're going to find is content that's really well written with SEO
1: right right but like like okay like in the tech industry like I've, I've seen that where multiple companies who have no um, reasonable way of supporting some certain things they're the first thing they hit in the search engine because they have really good SEO that's it right it's not because they're the authority or whatever uh And yeah, the same thing's going to happen with uh, Google versus uh, Apple. You know, Apple might be better. I, I don't have an iPhone. I don't have anything Mac or anything, so i'm kind of like in the the dark over here (laughs) you know just watching you guys
0: definitely do that update because microsoft evidently had a patch so like my my windows pc my my windows box i updated today but uh hey let's uh you know speaking of all these types of seo and google stuff we're actually relaunching cannabis industry lawyer this this week so it's going to be looking more like this we're streamlining it so that the traffic is directed to where it needs to go more elegantly typically people are looking for cannabis business plans we're we're going to have some DIY self-learning options, and then there's our general count, uh, consulting packages that are in there. So, uh, yeah, head on over to Cannabis Industry Lawyer and sign up for our newsletter, and you'll see when we relaunch that site.
1: So I'm looking at the new policy and it kind of reflects upon like the YouTube policy that changed Uh, apps that encourage consumption of tobacco and vape products, illegal drugs or excessive amounts of alcohol are not permitted on the app store. Apps that encourage minors to consume or any of these substances will be rejected, facilitating blah, blah, blah. Apps provide services to highly regulated fields such as banking and financial service, healthcare, gambling and cannabis use and air travel or that require sensitive sense of user information should be submitted by a legal entity. So like, you know, it's very ambiguous kind of like when the YouTube said, look, we're not going to ban cannabis, but don't, we're not going to encourage illegal cannabis. Like, you know, right. uh, can, we, can,
0: we get no, we get no ad rev really from our uh, channel, despite it having like 30,000 uh, subs. And so thank you to the members that watch the channel and our subscribers that tune in and they find that this is informative content about the cannabis industry. Stay tuned because like uh, Diego and our, one of my staff attorneys has delivered so many new blog posts on that Cannabis Industry Lawyer website and I have to do updates on Connecticut, updates on uh, uh, Arizona and then Ohio. I think there's another couple that are in there too that have slipped
1: through. And I'm working on writing again now. I'm, uh, I'm starting to work on a new article for the uh, uh, Cannabis uh, News one that's kind of still a week sauce, but get more, more articles two out. More weeks, a- two more weeks. Two more weeks. So yeah, we're rolling this oh, one. I'm excited! Well, this is the one that makes money. The, the
0: legalization yeah. news one doesn't make any money yet, but then we'll roll out the legalization news one. It'll be a lot easier. We're going to have to staff that because Lauren uh, does a lot of the news and creates it. And then we'd be able to spin all these articles out with all these chapters. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, so, yeah, yeah. I, I told you before, you know, uh, half of us just keeping, it doesn't have to be stuff that we write yourself. You know, as long as we have agreements with like, uh, uh, you don't uh, write it yourself. You just say you did. Well, you just copy and paste and give credit. <laughs> but like that's the my login credentials. Yeah. When when I was at the Brickweed, when we were doing that, the beginning of it, when it was good, you know, I look at the majority of articles, you know, between me, Johnny Green and uh, Jay Smoker. Uh, uh, there was a good portion of our personal writ. Right. But like Johnny was a content machine because he's every day he was just grabbing stuff from everywhere and putting it in there because you're you're trying to be a source for people a resource you know like hey come to us we're going to give you all the good information we can as well as talk about culture and all the other things you know and but you know when you're only so many people copy and paste is your friend bro automation yeah. So some
0: senators are blocking legal marijuana for only 328 million Americans. There are six senators. Can you guess which ones they are? Let's see.
1: Oh, this is from the Fresh Toast. So Fresh Toast is <laughs> reporting. Who benefits from keeping marijuana on a Schedule I drug? Who would big farmer want to talk to protect their interests? All right, let's check it out. Ted Cruz.
0: Show me on the doll where they touched you. Where did I, cannabis
1: touch you? Seriously, though, man. In the heart. Uh, but, but I mean, like, uh, yeah, let's go through it. So, yeah, Ted Cruz. Are you shocked? I mean, Ted Cruz. Why is
0: he blocking? Oh, right. He's Ted Cruz. No, no one likes Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz's wife is thrilled when he leaves. That's how much no one likes Ted Cruz, except for people in Texas. <laughs> A lot of the people in Texas that vote for him freaking love that guy. They probably don't thought know. what he did. Remember, we just like left uh after that hurricane
1: just yeah. like i'm going and then he blamed his daughters for it they would have been like dude that was epic but see this is why they can only win through gerrymandering right like the whole like uh we want a fair fight blah 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 there's no such thing right now like everything's construed in this weird fucked up way because if you really cared about the, if because if, texans are not all ignorant be- people like like him you know they're not all these mindless selfish a-holes you know but let's continue on what about uh surprise surprise lindsey graham not Lindsey Graham. That guy loves
0: everything that sucks. Oh, that that actually makes a lot more sense. Lindsey Graham, a Republican from South Carolina, South Carolina doesn't have any type of cannabis laws. Lina is not running for president in 2024, mostly because he would not lose, but he does not support legalization of cannabis at the federal level, nor does he support cannabis businesses to even use banks. Senator Graham wants answer to the Republican base, who are, like in Texas, strongly opposed decriminalizing can- uh, cannabis. And more startling is that Senator Graham received two point nine mil from the Damn. healthcare industry during the 2020 election. While the health industry sounds innocuous, they a.k.a. Big Pharma. Go figure. Big Pharma pays Lindsey Graham three million dollars for his campaigns. And um, what's what's Big Pharma's position on
1: weed? They don't like it, man. And I imagine like his spine must be like this weird thing that can bend like all kinds of different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, is he is he even human? No, he's a politician. <laughs> I mean, just like Senator
0: Mike Crapo. Yeah, he pronounces it Crapo, but that's yeah. only because he's so wrong. He even missed the pronunciation of his last name, Senator Mike Crapo. And he is a Republican from guess which state? Idaho. Idaho, this is a murderer's row of, like, states terrible for weed. So uh, you can go ahead and, and deliver the senator about, uh, I'm sorry, the news about Senator Mike Crapo.
1: Yeah, so he stated the following of December 2019, I remain firmly opposed to efforts to legalize marijuana on a federal level. I am opposed to legalization in the state of Idaho. I also do not support the Safe Baking Act that passed in the House of Representatives, you penis breath. Uh Ooh. Because in 2020, he received $362 million. Or is that 362000 That was 360 thousand. dollars Either way, it's a lot of money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's not only states that suck on weed that have senators that suck on weed. Susan oh, Collins, yeah. for example, she is a Republican from the state of Maine that actually has legal cannabis. And she even claims to be a moderate. And she has failed to stand up for states' rights, like Clarence Thomas did, on marijuana after her own constitution. Uh, con- Constitution. It's constituents. I am going to take my mouth out back and shoot it. uh, Approved uh, marijuana legalization initiative in 2016.
1: Old yeller. Well, you know, just doesn't have what it takes today. He's a a, hummina, (laughs) hummina. And then we got Senator Mark Ruby on Florida. Oh, Florida says he supports medical marijuana, but only if done through the FDA process, which is not possible. Yeah. Despite his first off. When is the FDA a thing that you really seek the seal of approval for? Like, like even the drug
0: manufacturers—they have to do their own studies that says it's safe. You know, so can we just do the same thing for our weed companies? Have the weed companies say it's safe? But,
1: but 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 my thing is like, so like like I said, I watch daytime TV sometimes and and and, and TV, and I get those damn commercials where it's like, oh, I have psoriasis, and and so I'm taking this pill, my life's great, and then real quick it says, what if it causes internal bleeding, and it may cause you not enough to breathe, and, and you yeah. know, and contact the doctor if you're allergic to it. How do I know if I'm fucking allergic to it if I don't fucking take it, like? It May the, cause the, the, instant death. What did they say about instant death? Serious. Yeah, in, in extreme, in extreme cases, might cause like what? This is FDA approved
0: right well because they had to prove its efficacy to the fda the fda and so like I, i'm, I'm kind of cool with that but it really does depend on like how much money they have to spend on getting that drug approved or getting that strain approved because that really limits your ability to be able to grow it now you know do we require that a new thing of apples need to go through the fda for approval it's like we're here with a new strain of apples we call them pink crisps we took pink ladies and honey crisps and spliced them together we would see that or honey pinks but we thought that was going to be a little too blue for family apples. And uh, and so, you know, would that have to go through the FDA? Because that's really what we're
1: talking about, a novel flower. Uh, it's but, stupid. You know, you're right, because like I just had grapes uh, here uh, that taste like cotton candy, right? So this genetically modified grape, whatever, it's delicious. But like, but okay, FDA approved. But why is it that these people got to go through hurdles when the extreme thing is may cause death? Right? Like I thought that's a thing like the FDA is supposed to just prevent overall. But if I could throw in a statement may cause death, I mean can't we just legalize marijuana and just say may cause munchies, may cause you to stay at home and play video games? I don't know. Like what is it that our people, the the prohibitionists are afraid of? That <laughs> that if we get too much of it, that shit's gonna happen. <laughs> hmm. Kills me, man. It does.
0: I think we got Oh, we still got. We got a yep. couple more stories before we wrap, but we are. going to oh, we a got two, time two more.
1: Uh, we got Jennifer James Langford. All right, let's go to James Langford, Oklahoma. Ooh. Doesn't claim to support medical marijuana, saying it will be harmful to the social fabric of Oklahoma, which they uh-huh. already have.
0: Yeah. Senator, Senator James Langford, your state called. It's got a lot of cannabis and a lot of Oklahomans that are just fine with that.
1: And all these people, all six of these efforts are the same people that be like, oh, well, it's against family values or uh, January 6th was a holiday day. Like like this is people in their own delusional world. Like what? I, I really hate, you know. I, again, we, we, we're not Republican, Democrat, whatever, but for the most part, this MAGA Republican thing going on is still – there's no more Republican Party. I don't see this. I, I, I want to see two people reaching out across like hands bipartisanship, but that shit don't exist as long as like people like McConnell say we're not going to – we're going to stop everything that tries to come through. And at the same time, we're going to be in denial about like an actual taking over the, the democracy. Like, what are you smoking? <laughs> Who the frick knows, man?
0: Who the frick knows? But we have some uh, business news. Project Mongoose hunts cannabis snakes out of Weed Week. So there's, wait a second. We have, let's see where Sherry Bustos is getting her money from. I think that's what we have. All right, let's go back to uh, – let's see where Sherry Bustos is getting her money from. Sherry Bustos is a leader in the uh, uh, U.S. House of Representatives. She is she's retiring. She's getting out of there, and she is voting against marijuana. So, like, she is a Democrat, one of the six Democrats that voted against uh, the wow. Moore Act when it passed. And so her top industries are lawyers, uh, self-care, financial and insurance, ideology, single issue. Other. uh, I hate those other voters and only two point only 280 million dollars from that's only 280,000. I'm off by a factor of 10 uh, of agribusiness
1: no it's a lot of money i mean that and again this is you always got to follow the money right and wow and she's a democrat too shit
0: she was the illinois is really good at not running its state very well so a lot of people leave uh case in point sherry busto's uh seat it looks like that one's going to be redrawn when they do the maps here soon and illinois will go down to not having 20 senator 20 20 congress people but you know like 19
1: now is that going to be another gerrymandering issue or is that oh
0: yeah yeah it'll be it'll be completely rigged i'm sure
1: yeah yeah good times yay politics if you like more sexy politics not like subscribe and join us again <laughs> yeah so what is project mongoose hunts cannabis snakes in weed week
0: a marine veteran brett puffenbarger recently posted on linkedin about a cannabis business executive
1: chadwick mba mba is a small-time entrepreneur tune turn small-time vc turn amazon of weed ceo with no real affinity for cannabis he laid off half his team when COVID hit but gave himself a raise he has a boat mercedes and several other douchey signifiers Mm -hmm. holy crap dickhead
0: (laughs) of course nba doesn't exist he's a straw man puffin barger drummed up to illustrates about some of the things that he doesn't like about the states of cannabis it also neatly captures some of the ongoing debate in the industry and becomes more lucrative about who gets to participate
1: you know, it's funny. Um, I saw Twitter and uh, it's too fast for me to find, but they talked about how all these uh, uh, cannabis companies in the stock market lost almost, I think, $3 billion last year. But yet then they showed all the CEOs who walked away with 46 million here, 4 million, whatever. That's right. Uh, wow. How are these places still running? Like how why are people throwing money they're at them? Like this rigged. They've yeah. limited the market.
0: It's not Oklahoma. It's Illinois. You know, they've rigged states it's Washington
1: State. Washington State's rigged. I mean, they aren't yeah. allowing anybody to get a license. Oh, uh, funny story there, dude. Yeah. Uh this morning the news story in Washington State was uh Washington State cannabis is booming. Uh 75 new licenses uh, uh were approved uh this year, but yeah, 149 closed last year, too. But and that means 149. Open licenses are out there still. So how are you can tell me like we're booming? We're I mean, I Washington booming,
0: cannabis license.
1: Oh, we're gonna family business the hell out of that cannabis license.
0: I can't wait till we close our doors in three years because it's just gonna be impossible to crack the market as none of the retailers are gonna let us in unless we wet their beaks. Location, location, man,
1: and that's location, that's your win.
0: Shit. Uh, yeah, but there's no there's no uh, retailer licenses that are available, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that the is the uh, well, I'd have to see if the liquor control board is even accepting new licenses for those ones that went out of business. I'm assuming they are, but you know, we can email them. They might be like,
1: no. Yeah. No. And funny to lead into what I just was talking about. 10 U S marijuana CEOs get million dollar pay in 2020s disclosure practices question.
0: Like, all right, let's go down and see who are the top 10 million dollar CEOs. Oh, number one, Charlie Batchel from Cresco labs with 4.47. Uh, number two, James Capico from juicy with uh, almost 4 million, 3.98 million. Uh, Nicholas Vita from Columbia care, 3.7 million. Oh, Peter, Peter Caldini from Acreage Holdings a mere 2.91 million and then Ryan Lissack from Medmen only got $1.72 million. What about the options? It looks like that's one of the reasons why Cresco Labs was able to pop that number so much of options of $3.9 million. So that's really kind of illusory. His actual salary lines are broken off right there. It appears that the only one that's not working for his salary is the CEO of Acreage Holdings, which would mean that his alignment of interest would kind of most merge with the, uh, the stockholders, the shareholders, the limited holders that are there for their preferred share payments. Mm. Uh, I wonder what the other is under Nicholas's for the Columbia care. That's like a half a million bucks of others. Uh, Options for acreage was point. Well, about eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars and two million in stock. Uh, Boy, that's not bad. So he's increasing his position. So like these numbers, they they really don't mean shit Uh, because like Acreage isn't uh, publicly traded. You it's closely held. So like that could be worth a fuck ton more than what Charlie took home, uh, which could be worth. Well, who's actually making the most there? Maybe the mad men won. Because like their stock sucks, so they sucked him up more in actual monies on the salary line.
1: But like if, if that CEO just took half that pay, half that uh whatever bonus money and, and, and invested into the lower half because I imagine these guys are only getting the the, the 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 foot soldiers are only making $10, 12 bucks an hour. You can give liberal wages like these guys are killing her. How are they considered good businessmen when they still lose money? And and then don't other companies like look at their track records and be like, "Well, you sucked." I mean, how does the circle jerk keep happening?
0: Because they've they've rigged the market. They're all limited licenses, and so there's only so many of them. You see,
1: mm. and
0: so say, look. like, how many licenses are available in Illinois? None. How many licenses are available in Ohio? None. You know, how many licenses are available in Pennsylvania? Zero. How many licenses do we have going on in New Jersey? Maybe 24. And they've been in litigation for two years. How many in New York? Zero. You know, in, in Florida, there's going to have a couple new licenses, but the Florida license is like 60 million freaking dollars.
1: Still a crazy top heavy, just just ridiculously unjust uh, structure. You know, like yep. uh, of the, the leading 15 marijuana MSOs, was examined for 2020. Only one was headed by a female uh, CEO, True Leaves Kim Rivers, and the rest were by men. Uh, Fred Whitley, a marijuana compensation expert and founder of the Seattle-based Compensation Venture Group, I didn't know that, noted that he could write a lengthy piece on all the errors and incorrect disclosures in cannabis companies. There seems to be an industry-wide disregard for accuracy and security filings. You think? You think in an industry that's still coming from the outlaw days has issues with books? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's why it's
0: like that because greed and money and people like that. And people also, you know, a lot of people that, that control things get glee from being able to get stuff you can't. And so they want that exclusivity, they want to be like, look at me look at what I got. It's yeah, right. really pathetic when you come right down to it. And especially considering like, what was the point of legalizing weed? Was it to go from legacy to licensed? Is that what it was supposed to be? Are we supposed to just say, you know, this is stupid. Nobody's supposed to be getting arrested for uh, growing weed. Nobody's supposed to be getting arrested for having weed and possession yeah. limits, for example. You know, no, I realized as soon as like, as soon as I'm brewing my own beer and I start, I set up a lemonade stand, but like, you know, cross out the word lemonade, and put homebrew beer. Yeah. I'm going to have to start getting hit with regulations because I'm placing a food stuff into the stream of commerce, and I'm doing it for money. You know, right. uh, that's fine. But there's nothing really stopping me from doing that other than my own ingenuity and my ability to be able to get a liquor license and put together a business plan and capitalize the loan that right. I need. Mark, get a loan, A, you know, that I would need to be able to open a brewery that might be a half a million to $2 million. Yeah.
1: You know? No, I, I totally agree. Like when, when cannabis gets that level where you can say, okay, I can start a grow, I just need a business plan and, and to get involved, you know, because again, that you should be able to go to jail for not paying your taxes, but uh, for, say, making a million dollars and, and something, but sure. not for that grow itself, period. <laughs> you know, Michigan, Oregon, Oklahoma,
0: you know, you can, there are open markets. A lot of parts in California still kind of open. Uh, you know, there's opportunity in the East Coast. There's opportunity in Illinois, but it's just that they have made it too limited, too rigged, too uh, competitive and overregulated. So it, it artificially inflates the price and it artificially pads the profits.
1: Well, there's opportunity in all of this, depending on what your niche is. But to, to be the grower, to be the part of the actual market, um, you know, it's unfortunate. That we've worked so hard to legalize it in different states, but then the big creepy money can look at you and go, "Oh, like a vulture." I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for that time, and they're there. And they're watching. Uh, but I think once all the the walls get knocked down, once the MSOs realize, like, "Oh, we 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 do bad business. We, we practice bad business." Uh, you know, that's the the equity that the the federal equity that they're looking for. Like, what you gotta do? Eliminate that that low barrier crime and give everybody a chance with the seed. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Michigan. It's it's called
0: the unlimited 100-plant license. So it's like, oh, um, why don't you have your license? Well, I didn't want to do it.
1: See, even in Michigan, though, yeah. like with the medical versus recreational, you know, that's where we're talking about that lady from that I can't say the name of the county. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's in Michigan, you know? But right. that's a different defense because she's arguing that her medical grow, uh, and then they have an actual ordinance, which unfortunately isn't in line with their state ordinance, which is still bullshit because as a wellness thing, as a health option, you know, it's not, they're trying to tell her, you need to take this medicine this thing that helps you and do it somewhere else.
0: No, they said you can go back down to your number of plants. The cannabis caregiver stuff that they still that's what Michigan that's why Michigan has like a lot of grow talent and a lot of uh, cultivation, because there was a lot of cultivators and they did that uh, caretaker style where you could get up to 72 plants. But they're they're kind of ending that now and they've, they've been ending it. And so, like, the fact that they would have been doing that is that they're operating under older law and Michigan's also a dual licensing system state. So the municipality has authority to create certain rules and then you have to be licensed by both of them. But she's able to if this is if she needs more than six plants worth of medicine for herself, why? You know well I, I,
1: you say why but you know some really sick people when, to make concentrates that use the concentrates it takes a lot of plant and you know six plants what, what, are you, what are you saying I'm supposed to feel good for just a week or just a month whatever a well, little you know, bit that, of time
0: that can be handled on on a different basis then I mean she needs additional plants or additional caregivers but you know it's it's just how many plants
1: was she busted with was it the 72? Yeah, I think it was like it was an ongoing operation because she's been having throughout the years until a recent sure. neighbor complained about the smell like, you know, what they should have done is just like, hey, invest in the charcoal system.
0: That's right. I mean, she's she's operating it like a cottage industry. It's just no different than like if you were making your own beer and selling it. And so you have to be in compliance with the regulations. It didn't say that she was making it and personally using all the 72 plants.
1: Well, it also has to come down to like their collective model, right? Like yeah,
0: the seventy-two patient? plant model has been flooding the the, the Pennsylvania, not flooding Pennsylvania. What's due south? Flooding Indiana and Illinois, and even uh, Wisconsin's illegal markets for a
1: while. Oh, sure. Every medical is leaking everywhere else. But yeah, if she's uh supporting no, herself.
0: No, Michigan's is leaking because they allow the 72 plant grow. Like anybody can grow in Michigan. It's really cool. What
1: about Oklahoma? I mean, they're, Oklahoma's they're, leaking, I'm sure. Oklahoma's probably yeah. leaking like a, a sieve, man. But even like during Washington's medical times, dude, I mean, you hear it all this. The the big argument was, uh, 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 God damn it, when when, uh, uh, when cannabis leaves your state, uh, you know, a diversion. Mm-hmm. Right. They're like, oh, we we want to prevent diversion. We want we don't want this legal weed to leave the state, even though during the medical times it was doing it all the time. But you never heard about anybody from Washington getting particularly busted and pointing out fingers back to Washington. Mm. I've seen pounds leave here. And, you know, you take your own risk. But and unfortunately, like like with, with the, the, the Olympian runner. Right. We all take a risk when we do what we do. But it shouldn't be a risk. It shouldn't be. I shouldn't be putting my job at risk for advocating for cannabis i shouldn't be putting my livelihood at risk but it is we're still there and it's Mm -hmm. unfortunate you know
0: cool well that's gonna do it for cannabis legalization news guys thanks for tuning in make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news we will see you on sunday